So in undergrad, my mom had kidney failure. I think it was probably like my junior year at UAB. I told her, uh, I went and got tested, and I'm a match. I want to give you a kidney. And so uh, she was just like, well, you need to finish school first. So I, uh, after I graduated, I was just like, you know, went ahead and we did the kidney transplant in July of 2007 after I graduated. The whole process at UAB, like the nurses, doctors, residents, the whole like process was seamless in my opinion. And I was like, you know, I, wanna, I still wanna be a part of something bigger like this, such as healthcare administration. This is Caesar Walker, the cool, calm, collected one. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for the black male's perspective. <laughs> Walker! We finna the Watch it, so you can watch it. Watch, watch, watch it, so you can do our game. Podcast. Peace and blessings, beloveds. We want to... Basically, welcome you to the latest and greatest episode of our podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in to the latest and greatest. We hope you guys are having a great week and have enjoyed a great week. And I'm here. Gatry's here. However, Black is on vacation. He's not here. So that guy lurking in the background won't be here. But apparently Gatry and I can no longer record or do a podcast by ourselves because today we have a guest, but more on that later. Gatry, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Walker. Uh, the time is right to podcast, man. I had some dental work done earlier. My mouth was numb and now it's like starting to loosen up. So, hey, the timing couldn't be better. Uh, but before we get to our guest, uh, I promised him I'd shout him out. Shout out to the homie JT. You know who you are. Thank you for listening. He's a somewhat of a new listener, but he likes what he hears. Um, we had a we had an in depth conversation about some stuff, um, but he's a fan, so I thought I'd shout him out before we kick this thing off. You know JT too. I'll, I'll tell you who he is after after the fact. Cool, but you know him. Well, let's let the listeners know who's in here with us. Man Walker. Um, so I'll t- I'll put it to you this way. This dude's been a friend of mine for a long time, as we realized pre-pod, uh, two decades plus. Uh, <laughs> grew up in the church with this guy, known him for a long time. Uh, we, we've got similar circles of friends, if not the same. Stand-up guy, always been a fan of him. Uh, didn't know before today that he's a John Carroll alum, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with that. No, 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 no. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing. What? No, no. What? Keep going. Yeah, that's we, what the, we'll, 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 we'll revisit that in a minute. Okay. All right. <laughs> but no, he is also the administrator of the UAB Callahan Eye Hospital and Clinics. My good friend, Dwayne Bailey. Welcome to the booth. What's up, man? Thanks for having me. Of course, man. Of course. I didn't know you thought so highly of me. Man, come on, dude. That was just me scratching the surface. Wait till we get done. <laughs> I mean, it's the way he said it. I think you attending John Carroll took you down a notch. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, 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 no. Let's talk about this for for our local listeners. 
Uh, so John Carroll, when I was in high school many moons ago, was like the premier school, right? Y'all had everything. Y'all, I think y'all, your building was kind of new, all that kind of stuff. So I was I had a little hatred on John Carroll back in the day. I had a pretty new. Relax, movie. this is not about you. <laughs> Talking about you. Anyway. <laughs> What have you? What are you on? <laughs> the the nitrous. I told you I did a work done. <laughs> Continue. The numbness is wearing off, but uh, the drugs are. <laughs> the drugs are kicking, kicking yeah, in. They're kicking in. But nah, man. So, uh, so years have gone. Years have gone by. I've lost a lot of hair, gained a lot of weight, and um, here I am with two boys in Catholic school, right? And uh, my oldest son, he actually played for John Carroll's Cavalier Attack summer basketball team uh, this past summer. I think they wrap up the next week. But it's it's interesting because he's on an academic trajectory to end up at John Carroll. Okay. So uh, that was why I was intrigued. And I, I, <laughs> I, I'm a helicopter dad, and I can't turn it off. So I'm always thinking about, like, what lies ahead for my kids. And I'm, I've been so curious about... Uh, the John Carroll experience, but we can talk about that offline. We, we're not going to talk about that. Are, are you are you entertained now, Walker? I think we should get back into talking about our guests. About that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it, l- let me add a little bit to the introduction. Um, it's all it's all it's all pretty known, pretty obvious. I spend way too much time on IG, but um, I happened to come come across Dwayne's profile. I was watching one of your stories, and um, you were involved in a panel discussion. And uh, that led me to reach out to, uh, to, you know, maybe have you on as a guest and talk about some cool stuff. So that's why he's here. I think I've said more than enough. Dwayne, the mic is yours. Tell these folks who you are. So, yeah, once again, yeah, I'm Birmingham, Wayne Bailey. I went to John Carroll. I don't know. I don't like it that much. And I also also went to uh, UAB for undergrad and graduate school. Uh, Got my master's in business administration. Um, I, you spent a little bit of time at a, at another school in the state too, right? So unfortunately, I, I did go to Auburn for a year. Great, great yeah. school academically. I wasn't a fan of the school as far as sports, huh. but I went there for academic reasons. Interesting. Full disclosure: I wanted to go to Alabama, but my mom was not cool with it. Okay. So, and I also wanted train to train them up in the way they should go. Yeah, also wanted to go into the medical field. And there was no point in me going to the University of Alabama to do anything pre-med or pre-pharmacy. Okay. So, Hmm. Auburn was the way to go at the time. Okay. But I kept it a secret that I was secretly an Alabama fan. Ah. You found it out and you got purged. So, you ended up at UAB. And I ended up at UAB. Gotcha. Yeah. What? What is up with you? (laughs) What do you mean? But I I met some great people at Auburn, though. I really did. I didn't. (laughs) I met probably all of the African American community in one year. That's about how long it takes. (laughs) You you, you ride the Tiger Transit, you stay in the apartments, you meet everybody probably in about a week's time. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Concourse? Yep. Concourse? Yep. Boy? Yep. Boy, yeah. You meet everybody. You you pretty much, yeah. Pretty much got a couple. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. I didn't know that though. I did not know. I did not know that you uh you you were uh you were low key. I you're not the only person I know like that too. Like, yeah, I know some other folks yeah, like that yeah. too. It, I mean, they went for academic reasons. You know? Got it. I mean, not a not a bad choice. But anyway, continue on. We're not here to talk about Auburn. Yeah. 
But anyway, yeah, um, I currently work at UAB Kelly and I Hospital and Clinics. I've been there for about a year and a half. I actually started during the pandemic, which was a tough time. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I uh, started doing an administrative fellowship at UAB Callahan. Uh, which is basically, for those who don't know, a fellowship is basically kind of like a, you got fellowships when you're in medical school. Right. You do rotations. I'm doing rotations administratively, so I'm learning about finance, I'm learning about HR, I'm learning about IT, mm-hmm. learning about operations, learning about hospital operations, clinic operations, uh, ED operations, HIM. Every part of the hospital, I had to shadow in. I even went into surgery, watching surgeries. You're kidding. Oh, wow. Did it all. Wow. And so that prepared. you survived that, yeah, it okay. was actually pretty interesting. I, mean, I was pre med at one point, so it was gonna happen one day. Okay, more on that later. Go, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So now the most interesting thing: watching an eye surgery. Have y'all ever? No, I'm, I'm out. I'm cool I, I can't. I can't. Okay, I won't can you can that. you turn my mic off, please? I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it here. Can I? <laughs> Continue. Had you changed the diaper before? Yeah. Come on, it's not any worse. Eye surgery? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. No, I'm not. I was, I was about to go super dad mode. Let's not do that right now, but let's, let's go ahead. But yeah, I did the fellowship to prepare myself to become an executive one day in the hospital. Nice. That's pretty much like a, a fast track to becoming one because you pretty much know all the parts of the hospital. And I think it was pretty beneficial to me. Okay, okay. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So go ahead. No. Um, I was gonna ask, like, where where do you so being an executive, like, you're you're pretty much open to wherever that leads you, if it's out of state, wherever. Yes, I would like to stay within Birmingham though, because I'm active on a lot of boards right now, and okay, we're really starting to do a lot of things on those boards. So I'm not really, not really wanting to move right now, but if I have to, I will. Mm. Okay. What, what 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 boards are we talking about here? So uh, I'm on the uh, UAB Minority Health and Health Disparities Research Center Young Professionals Board. I'm the vice president of that board. Uh, also, I'm in ACHE, American College of Healthcare Executives, um, on the uh, Communications Committee. And I'm also in NASI, I'm the parliamentarian. That's a National Association of Health Services Executives. So those two boards right there are pretty much like related to my career. The other board I've been on for several years. Nice. Nice. Okay. All right. So, so, so you you said you always wanted to be pre med. I in the beginning, I yeah. was pre med. I knew I wanted to be in the healthcare field. Right. But when I got in college, okay, I'll be honest with y'all. My first paper, uh, I went back and interviewed my dermatologist because I was set on being a dermatologist when I grew up. Mm. Interviewed him, and he told me, okay, y'all might know my dermatologist being from Birmingham. But anyway. I'm talking about the offline. Yeah, I think I know him. Yeah, so he was like, you know, went to undergrad four years, and then he said he went to the military for a little while, then he went to medical school for four more years. Then he said he had to do an uh, internship, and then he did residency, and then he specialized in dermatology. I'm adding up all the time. I'm like, you're almost 40 before you actually making some money. Right. Mm. And I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm cut out for that. I don't know if I got the dedication to do it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do pre-pharmacy. I'm going to stick with biology major. Shadow the pharmacist. I was like, eh, this isn't for me either. So I later on decided I wanted to do healthcare administration. Uh, that was brought about actually because, so in undergrad, my mom had kidney failure. And so that was actually one of the reasons I came back to Birmingham, uh, just because she was having issues. I came back to Birmingham. And also my grandfather passed as well. 
So my mom, she was on, y'all familiar with dialysis? Yeah. She was on my dialysis goodness. for most of my undergrad career. And it, uh, I think it was probably like my junior year at UAB. I told her, uh, I went and got tested and I'm a match. I want to give you a kidney. And so uh, she was just like, well, you need to finish school first. So I, uh, after I graduated, I was just like, you know, went ahead and we did the kidney transplant in July of 2007 after I graduated. And so after that, like I, the whole process at UAB, like the nurses, doctors, residents, the whole like process was seamless in my opinion. And I was like, you know, I want to, I still want to be a part of something bigger like this, such as healthcare administration. So that's kind of why, I, and then my mom's a nurse too. So healthcare has always been a part of me. Wow, gotcha, dude, that is so moving, like for real. So, uh, yeah, like I, I, I can see the, the, the definitely the conviction there. Gatry, you was listening, you had ran across him, and he was where was he was talking about health or what? what? Yeah, well, well, so, so. Disclaimer, because <laughs> the way that I talked about this earlier this week, what I think think the panel the panel there, some, one part of it that I watched was about black men's health. Yes, yes, and uh, I think they were loosely talking about stigmas and uh, within the black male community in in particular. Uh, and I, <laughs> I know. I did I tell you this? No. I just, okay. I just know you. <laughs> you weren't guilty by association, but I threw you into that category, and I thought this was part part of like what you did professionally for uh you, you know day in and day out. But with, like you told me, it is a part of I guess your platform and things you want to speak on. Is that right, is that exactly, correct? Exactly. Yeah. So does that answer your question? Sure. I had to give the roundabout because I misread that initially, and then we got clarification. So yeah. And I mean that's why I tuned into that panel. Okay. Something I'm passionate about. I mean, I think any doctor or administrator in healthcare is passionate about men's health because it's like black men, we're at the bottom of the totem pole. I mean, I think we, I think 25% of us die from stroke or heart disease. And then I think we're three times more likely to die from strokes than our white counterparts. Uh, also, Cancer too, right? Yeah, cancer is, I think cancer is number two. Now, I'm not counting like you're 18 to like 45-year-olds. Right. Leading cause of death is, of course, violence. Right, right. But as a whole, as a black community, it's, you know, heart. You know, heart. Right. And th- this is, just for clarification, This these are black males. Black males. In these stats. Okay. Not black okay. women, black males. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, wh- no, considering we know that, just in your opinion, like why why do you think those type of health issues plague us in particular? Just just in your opinion. Number one, we don't go to the doctor, and I think a lot of black men do not go to the doctor because they don't trust the doctors. And uh, the reason, of course, that most African Americans, not most, but the ones that don't trust the doctors because of you know past. You yeah. got, uh, of course, the Tuskegee experiment. Sure. And then you uh, you also have uh, this. I don't know if y'all heard about the woman who they, they took her cells and they actually. Uh, so she went to John Hopkins because she had a, a tumor. Mm-hmm. Her, uh, and they actually, uh, she actually died within that year. 
But they took the cells from the tumor and used it to do research without her consent. Mm. Those were some of the first cells that were used for research, like, in history. And those cells were made to do a lot. And it was actually, uh, I think her name is Henrietta Lacks. Henrietta Lacks. Okay. okay. She actually, uh, those cells were also used to make the polio vaccine. And it wasn't until probably in the last few years that the family was properly right. reimbursed for that. Dang. Hey, did you? This, no. Okay, I'm about to say this is news to me. Yeah, Henrietta Lacks. She, uh, yeah. So it's wow. more just a Tuskegee experiment with that. And there was other, I think there was another woman uh, that was a. Uh, Another woman, I think that they did a test on her without numbing her. Yeah. Oh, Lord have mercy. Goodness I'm gracious. not going to go into detail on that. But right, yeah, right. You can imagine. Good night. So, so all of these, and I'm pretty sure, too, just personal experiences with other loved ones probably play a part in it, too. Yeah. Where, where if, if you don't feel your loved one is getting the proper care, then you're like, oh, I'm cool on that. I'm, 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 I'm better off handling it on my own if that's the type of care that I'm a, I'm a get right and, and I think some of them want to see a they want to go to a black doctor oh yeah but I mean the honest truth is only three percent of physicians are black males right so the Oof. likelihood of you getting a black doctor is right. slim to none but I mean you got to trust your physicians I mean they're looking at your medical history like my primary care physician is not black she's not even American no but she she knows my mom had kidney failure she knows I donated the kidney. She knows every time I go to get my physical every year, I need to check your uh, your blood pressure. I need to check your uh, creatinine, and creatinine is a measure of how your kidneys are doing. Okay. Check your BUN. That's another measure of how your your kidneys are doing. So she checks all this on a regular basis. And as a physician, they know, you know, even though they're not, they don't look like you, they know what's going on with you and what they need to be checking for. Huh. I mean, they know your. I mean, that's why they ask you all those questions. Right. Right. So, right. I mean, I, I just think black men to need to go past the whole, okay, they don't look like me. They're not going to take care of me. Look past the historical facts and take better care of themselves. Because at the end of the day, if you're not going to get a physical, but every 10 years, I mean, you don't know what's going on with you. Yeah. yeah. I'm freaking out because it's, uh, it's getting close to my birthday, and I usually have one scheduled by then and I haven't scheduled this year. So. I'm having trouble sleeping at night. Um, <laughs> no, well, let, let me ask you this, Dwayne, and I'm just, I'm just going to be honest. Like, before, I'd say before I got serious with my wife uh, and even the early stages of us being married, I just was not crazy about going to the doctor. And uh, thinking about it now, my health habits were terrible. Uh <laughs> My dietary habits were even worse than that. We're not going to speak about that right now. But uh, <laughs> but what would you tell somebody like me to convince me that, like, hey, you, you should think about going to the doctor or you need to really strongly consider making this at least an annual thing? I mean, I, just like I was telling you all before, I mean, I think you should look at the statistics mm, and see right. that we're at a higher rate for everything, hypertension. I mean, high blood pressure. And then not to mention, let's not talk about the, the socioeconomic status of most black men. Sure. Come on. Um, if, you, if you're poor, if you live in an area where a food desert, like right. you live on the west side of Birmingham, your food options are Jay Wings, Burger King, oh my 
Popeyes, you know, and yeah. then there's not even a grocery store over there. And when there was a grocery store over there, all the produce is awful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're limited on all of those things being, uh, you know, the status. Right. And so that's one factor right there. And then let's go all the way back to, let's just say you're raised in that as a child. You know, you don't see healthy eating habits as a child. And so that's going to follow you the rest of your life. And a lot of, uh, you know, I'll add to that a lot of, I don't know what the statistics are, but you have a lot of black men who are gainfully employed. It's blue collar work. So there's very little opportunity for them to partake in cardiovascular exercise because they look at it. Even my pop, like my pop was like, you know, I am working out and he was, but there was nothing for his heart, (laughs) which is what the number one problem that you're talking yes. about with black yeah. like there's there's very opportunities for cardiovascular because you're tired once you get off the job you ain't got right. time to go to nobody's gym you already had a full days of working out right. so that's true yeah so i i think you know just to go on to your point like i yeah there's a lot of the odds are stacked against black men in terms of living healthy lives when you consider way they where they're living their family history and other and factors exposure. and exposure as well like just to your point it took exposure for you, your wife. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. I mean, that's what that's what it took for me to start going to the dentist on a regular basis. A uh, woman, mm. like I wasn't going to the dentist on a regular. I probably wasn't going, would be going to the doctor on a regular basis if, if it wasn't for work or anything. Right. But I think it's all about exposure on all levels when it comes to health. Um, I mean, it's something. I mean, a lot of black men all they know about is basketball as far as a, a way to exercise. But that's cardio. <laughs> But it's, there's other there's other forms of cardio. Know, but I, I mean, mean, you can play tennis. I mean, folks, folks, we run now. Don't do that. Don't do that. Man, you, what? Don't do that, guys. I don't play tennis. Thank you. Don't do that. But I'm just saying, Will you ask him if he plays tennis? Because I can't. I can't do this. Do you play don't tennis? Do I don't play tennis. <laughs> but don't do that. That is a form of exercise. I'm not saying it's not. It is a form of. Exercise. <laughs> but what do we say, Walker? What the black belt perspective. <laughs> Black girls not play tennis. You and I know a guy who who plays tennis. <laughs> That's two of us. We know one. <laughs> Continue to win. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I could do a deep dive in this. But the, what I would tell another black man is, I mean, honestly, health is wealth. I mean, you mm. want to be around for your kids. You really got to start to take care of yourself. I mean, that means eating better, exercising. I don't eat like I. I as good as I should. Right. Because I have a bad sweet tooth. Mm. And I love Chick-fil-A. You are not <laughs> alone, my friend. <laughs> and then football Separate season. at birth, maybe. Yeah, I mean, no. And then around football season, you can't sit there and want to eat, you know, a salad during a football game. Yeah, dude. You want to? Yeah, dude. The, the big game's on. Put a plate of cauliflower right there and go hell. I feel like moderation, Monday through Friday. Yeah. You know, try to balance it out. I mean, you, you can meal prep. Right. And then just save one meal on Saturday. Yeah, you got to have that. that you got to have that cheat meal to get yeah. you Oh, yeah. My wife calls them balance meals. Oh, I like that. Is it a positive spin? I like. I'm adopting that. Neg- yes, it's a balance meal. I'm adopting you see that. Walker. That exposure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. We're we're in we're in better shape because of our wives. Like, yeah. Let, let's, let's no let's question. No let's question. Keep it a stack. Yeah. They want to keep you all around. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Which I don't not. know why for me. <laughs> 
Hilarious. If I were my wife, I'd be trying to get rid of me. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. But, dude, you hit something, man. Like, I, it's like I knew it, but you're you're causing me to take a take a like really deeper dive like there is there is a wide population of people who grow up in these food deserts and they just don't know any better right and it's just and i just i i I think about it because i've talked to my wife about this too but like how do you convince somebody who's in a situation like that that you know you can get a certain amount of food for five dollars at mcdonald's but for five dollars at say a whole foods you may get a paper bag, right? So, like, how do you? I mean, it's a, those paper bags are real, Walker. But like, to me, like, how do you? Say, I was gonna say a chocolate covered almond. Just <laughs> okay, one. just one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In your opinion, like, how do you merge that? I mean, uh, yeah, I, I know stats are, are are a factor, but that's a that's a huge undertaking, you know, with that education. But how do you like really, in your opinion, how do you put the rubber to the road on that? So I, I mentioned that uh, to y'all that I'm on a few boards. Yeah. Uh, one board I'm on is uh, the UAB Minority Health and Health Disparities Research Center board. Okay. Um, I'm impressed you can say that so fast. Seriously. I've been saying Dude, it for a long time. Is okay. that the one that Barclays involved with? And they used to have the gala every year? Harlem and the Ham? Yeah. Casino Royale? Yeah. Yeah, we're the ones that raise money for that. Oh, okay, okay. So they okay. always talk about the healthy, happy kids. Yes, yeah, so that's you. Yeah, that's the word. That's okay, the same thing. Okay. So they raise money for efforts at these schools. Just for example, uh, let's just say Bessemer. I think that's the most recent school. They raise money so that these kids can see these healthy food examples, and they can teach them about eating healthy. That's where I say it starts young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then also. Uh, we're also partnering with other uh, the housing community right now. They're putting uh, gardens in these areas, such as uh, Bush hmm. Hill. They're putting it in Kingston. They're putting these community gardens, and they also have these uh, trucks that go around that are also have uh, produce on them in these areas. They're going to, like, I think this week they were in Bush Hills, and they've been going uh, to other sides of town. Oh, wow. You know, considered food deserts. Yeah, dude, that's so dope. The money in the MHRC is going towards efforts like that, educating children, and then trying to make sure that there's fresh produce in areas that are food deserts. Okay, okay, well. So that's an example. Plan in action right there. I like yeah, that. That's okay. an example right there. But I think it, it all comes down to educating. Educating. Yeah. Okay. Dope, dope. What, what would you have to say about. What role does mental health play in in the health of, of, of men? Because um, I've been doing some reading this week talking about how that can have an adverse effect on men's health as it pertains to levels of stress and the whole nine. Do, is that something that's discussed in your circles and, and your and your boards, like men getting the help they need from a mental health standpoint, or is it strictly just been exercise and diet uh, and, and going to the doctor? It's not discussed, but I think it should be it should be brought forth more often. Because I think uh, as black men, we're taught to be strong and not show emotion. And, and not go to the doctor. And not go to the doctor. Right, because we're tough. Yeah, because we're tough. All these things. <laughs> all these things. But at the end of the day, all of these other external factors are falling on our shoulders. Racism. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not having enough money to feed your family. Mm. You know, uh, some people child support. Anxiety. You know, just yeah. all this type of 
anxiety and pressure is on your shoulders and you're not going to get help. Um, I don't see anything wrong with going to see a therapist. I've been to a therapist before. I mean, it's an outlet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I go regularly. I mean, seriously, it's, it's necessary. Yeah. Oh, I'm thankful yeah. for mine, man. If you got good insurance, use it. Right. Yeah. Use it. I mean, um, but I think it's very important because another thing we're forgetting about is suicide. Yeah. Suicide, yeah. suicide is high amongst young African American men. Yeah. More sure. so than older ones. Yeah, I think sure. you get to a certain age, uh, you just, I guess, somewhat live with it, but then that can turn into hypertension. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- there's just, you, you know, it's happened to loved ones of mine. They go to the doctor, and the doctor doesn't know what's going on in their body. But then they ask, Are you stressed? Stressed? Stress, 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 yeah, I've been working out of the bingo. Like, it, like a lot of times there's things going on in your body you can't even explain. But if you just sit back and just think about what you're doing, you're stressing about work, you're stressing about responsibilities, the whole nine. So yeah, like I, I think that's something that should be talked more because that is playing a factor yeah. in our health, it whether is. whether physical or just straight mental. You know? Yeah, I mean especially the older you get. I mean we're all professional black men. You have families. As a professional black man, I feel like it gets harder. Yeah, for sure. A lot of times you're the only one in the room. Absolutely. You're the, you know, and it's 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 more draining than you think. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Let's let's can we camp here? Can I pitch a tent right here? Go ahead. Okay. So <laughs> uh Walker Walker and I have been in corporate America before and um you know, I, I will admit I was Super immature during my time there, as you could. As you could. <laughs> You're laughing about it. it must be. I, man, I, was, I, I don't know how I stayed employed there as long as I did. <laughs> but but you made me think of something when you said, um, in terms of like in situations we are like the only persons there. That that is something I didn't really take full account of until I was removed from that well after the fact, and then I started to be more aware of it in my you know current professional circles. Um, do you think it's similar in the professional space that you're in what do you mean? in terms of lack of representation, if you will? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. And so, and so I, I want you to expound on that, but I, I also want to share why I'm asking that. Okay. If, if we're, if we're going to be, if we're going to play a role in shifting or making a positive shift to black men's physical, mental, emotional health, all that stuff. Um, what, what am I looking for, Walker? Anyway, yeah, if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna be active participants in making that better, we're gonna lean on the medical community a lot. I'm concerned if the representation is down. We already know doctors, doctors. What? Well, you said three percent or less than 3%. that. Yeah, yeah. So, and then now I'm looking at the medical management administrative where you are, and you're telling me similar trends there. That's concerning to me. What What are your thoughts? I was actually having a conversation about that this week. I think the key is mentorship. Mm. Uh, I feel like once you got that seat at the table, you should use it to your advantage to bring up the rest of your community. Because I feel like if you, if you're a black man in corporate America, healthcare field, doctor, you need to reach out to somebody else and show them the ropes, show them what you went through, help them get to where you are. And the more, I don't care if you have to go across the country to reach out to these black men. I think if, if you are reaching out, mentoring to them, they're going to 
pay it back. Yeah, yeah. And then you're gonna have more and more coming. Yeah. I mean, it's that's the same thing that Caucasians do. Mm-hmm. But they do it within their own families. Right. But the yeah. thing with us, we're first generation everything. Right. It's so, a tough sell. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. since I'm a first generation, I mean, hopefully I can pass it on to my kids. But right now, I'm going to go talk to people 10 years younger than me that's trying to go up in the healthcare field. Gotcha. So I think it, it starts with mentorship. And once you are, as a doctor too, I mean, mentor to somebody. I was uh, talking with a guy on Wednesday. He's actually uh, about to start his residency uh, in Stanford. Oh, wow. His mentor reached out to him from Stanford and encouraged him to go into radiation oncology. And I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't either. No. Okay. But I'm just saying, he was rolling. Like, <laughs> like he, he reached out to him. Yeah. And that's where it starts. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's that's the same. My wife, I mean, she wouldn't be in the professional season if someone had not done that for her. So at least showed her that, that rope, if you will. So, okay. Um, yeah, because I just, I, I love what you're doing with the board you're on and stuff like that. And, like, my thing is, like, we need more of that. But, you know, my concern is, like, if we're not represented there, then how do we get more of that? But, you know, come to think of it, after hearing you talk, I mean, You've gotten so far already, even with the lack of representation. So I guess we can only go up from there. So that that's really but the only hear. reason I got where I was because of was because of mentorship. Right, right. So basically, you're 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 paying it forward or giving back now because of what someone did. You you see you the go. value in what in what it meant for you to have someone mentor you. So you're going to be that for someone else. Exactly. I'm a product of mentorship, so I want to give it back. Absolutely. And I wasn't I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't mentored by a black man. Oh wow! Black women. Oh, because there. I mean, honestly, there are a lot of black women in leadership. I can understand that. Yeah, I can definitely understand. I can definitely see that for sure, for sure. Okay. Well, you're about to change a lot of that. So I hope so. That's the goal. And I mean that is no shade to my black women listening out there. We we love that we 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 are supportive of our black sisters, but um. Yeah, man. Sometimes, I mean, like, again, I think, I think, I get it. I mean, there's a lot that black women deal with just going to doctors, oh, right? Yeah. Like, oh, just going, you know what I mean? So black black women in that field, they they have their own lane and race. They trying to run and figure out. Like, we need the representation. It's almost like in the education field, you need women in the education field who can mentor and teach young girls, but you also need men to do that for because they have a unique different set of needs that it's kind of difficult to cross the crossover and meet if right. you're not one of them. Right. 100%. So yeah, that, there's a definite need for that, man. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you're reproducing yourself out there, bro. I hope so. And I was going to say one other thing about mentorship. You've also got to have somebody that's going to be a sponsor for you. Okay. And that's, a, a sponsor does what exactly? I mean, a sponsor we can is somebody imagine. that has a seat at the table. Let's just say, uh, um, it's the, the CEO. And they're, can, they're in a the room, and they're like, okay, Dwayne, he's doing such a great job over here. I think he would be good for this role. Somebody that can speak on your behalf when you're not in the room. Because mm-hmm. that's that's honestly what happens. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, your resume could get you there, your portfolio, your your interview skills. But at the end of the day, somebody that's already well-respected well speaks highly of you, that goes a long way. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Agreed. Agreed. What is what is one other thing? What what is one thing that 
in addition to what we've already talked about, that it's important. You're a black man getting into your 30s, getting into your 40s. What is one thing that we can start doing today that will lead to a better, that's practical, that we can start doing today that will lead to a better outcome for us as opposed to previous generations of men? Mm. Okay. Here we go. Educating yourself. Yeah. yeah. You gotta, I mean, yeah, we got degrees, but I mean, it goes beyond that. I mean, nowadays, we call them self-help books, but I read a lot of leadership books, and it's a lot of stuff in those leadership books. Thanks. You don't get from the classroom. You're not going to get from getting an MBA or Masters in Health Administration. You're not going to get it there. Thanks. Uh, so, yeah, definitely reading, I think, is very important because, I mean, the more you know, the better off you'll be. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You got anything else, Gary? No, I'm guilty. So I, I need to read Don't more. Don't feel guilty. Why not? I mean, you got to start somewhere. Dude, I'm reading kids' books. Because? <laughs> no. Because? Because I got two young boys. Okay. But. All right. Now, if you didn't have any boys, I'd be worried. About <laughs> but <laughs> you, can always, you can always start. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, cool. Well, man, um. Any plug, 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 yeah. plug so you, you two, you two connected. You got some stuff going on. Plug, plug, plug away, man. This is your opportunity to, to, to do all the shameless plugs you want, man. <laughs> <laughs> what, all the boards. All the, uh, go, hey, yeah. go for it. Let go. the folks know who you are and how to find you. You got three seconds. Yeah. So in a matter of, and no, I'm just kidding, but no, go ahead and plug everything you got, bro. So, yeah, uh, anybody that's interested in the healthcare field, um, just so you know that we have opportunities around Birmingham to join the Birmingham chapter of NACI, National Association of Health Services Executives. We have several committees that are active in the community. Also, ACHE, American College of Healthcare Executives, we have a board that covers the entire state of Alabama. And also, the UAB Minority Health and Health Disparities Research Center Board currently accepting new members starting this fall so if anybody is interested just let me know you can find me on instagram dchamp bailey uh i'm not gonna give him my email address <laughs> smart move yeah and i'm not on facebook also i'm on linkedin Dwayne bailey you can also shoot me a message on there as well cool. all righty all righty well man um thanks so much for yeah stopping thank you by, for stopping bro. by appreciate you and, and, and i'm pretty sure those listening appreciate the the information you gave as well man it's, it's very valuable and it's something that we need to hear yeah um we don't get a chance to talk about that enough so it's great that we have someone who that's what they do that's their passion to come in and talk to us about that so thanks again man for for sharing some of your time and knowledge about this much needed topic in our community man so no thanks again thanks no again well, we'll take a quick break and we shall return. And we're back and uh, we're transitioning into the rest of our segments. And our guest is still here. He's going to hang out with us for a little bit longer. We don't have a problem with that. Not at all. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about prayer list. Who you got on the list, bro? Who I got... One of my favorite artists ever, Kenneth Edmonds. You call him Babyface. Did you hear about this? Yes, I did hear. Ooh, about he this. and his wife, man, they're breaking off. Nicole Pantenberg. Yeah, they, they called it quits this week, man. So, um, prayers for them, man. That's never good. I uh, definitely hate hearing that. So that and that one hit a little hard because I'm crazy about Babyface. Are you? Oh my goodness, yeah. Okay. 
uh, two occasions is a song that I wanted to dance to my wife, dance with my wife to at our reception. Yeah, that came out a little weird, but I understand what you meant. Um, <laughs> actor Charlie Robinson passed away. And for those who don't know, the black guy on Night Court, he also played in the movie Set It Off, the really sleazy boss who uh, Jada Pinkett's character had to get some money for her brother. Remember that? And she had to do some strange things for some change to get it. Uh, he passed away at the age of seventy-five. Uh, did you? Did you? Did you hear anything as to what? As the cause? Yeah. No. Yeah, they're not really releasing much. Uh, they're not really releasing much about. I mean, and I think that's fine. I think that's a good thing. But uh, our prayers to his family and uh, rest in peace to him. Um, you got anybody else? Nope. Those are my. Those are two I had as well. So yeah. Um, I don't know if this is one of your discussion trash topics, but I do want to, I had him on my list early in the day and uh, early in the week and more information starting to come out. Richard Sherman. Yeah. I had him on door. Okay. Well, we'll just, we'll just punt that to, to there. You got a praise report? Unintended. What are you doing, dude? What do you mean? What am I doing? <laughs> praise report. Uh, that's what I do. Candace Parker, dude. Did you hear about her? Was that your, that was that on yours that too? Was mine too. Dude, I thought that was pretty huge. NBA 2K22. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout so. out to CP. <laughs> <laughs> Can I throw shade for a second? No. Okay. What you about to say about? No, what you about to say no, about, no, I'm not. What you, about to say? you said I couldn't throw no, no, shade. No, no, no. I, well, I'm curious now. No. What, what, were you about, what were you about to say? I was going to say, let's get the door. No. What were you about to say about? <laughs> was it about another CP? <laughs> were you about to talk about? The, no. What shade you about to throw? None. You said I couldn't throw it. I'm not going to throw it. I'm holding it. Something I probably shouldn't have said. Is he on? I can't hear him. Dwayne, get on the mic, oh, man. What could you say? Nothing. All I can say is, do you have another praise report? What were you about to say? Nothing, Walker. It's not important. You're lying. I am. But you told me that I couldn't now say that we've it. Established that. You told me I couldn't say it. So then I said I want to hear what I'm curious now. But of course, that means nothing to you. I'll tell you off air. It's something I shouldn't say. The Lord told you the right thing. He, the Lord gave you the right answer to give to me because I shouldn't say what I wanted to say. But I'll say it off air. <laughs> like that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Discuss the trash. What you got, bro? Well, you don't have no praise report? You got another one? No, I thought you had another one. No. Oh, okay. You don't have any spelling why champions? Do you, why do you keep doing this? Why do you keep doing it? Can we move on? No. Uh, Walker. You make it sound like you got another praise report. No, I thought you would have an additional one. And when I say, all right, discuss the trash, what does that tell you? Oh, sorry. It tells me that I'm way too emotional. <laughs> Richard Sherman. <laughs> did you hear about this, D. Bailey? I did. Let, let me ask you, discuss the trash. Trash. You going to trash it? Trash means we're not going to talk about it. Oh, right. no, no, we do need to talk about it. <laughs> I thought I was talking about the situation. Okay. I figured that's what you was talking about. <laughs> Y'all had to... Yeah, it was an opportunity for me yeah, to be yeah. emotional, so I had to take it. Yeah. Um, okay, so so early this week, there was leaked video footage out of uh, Richard Sherman beating down a door, it seems like. Um, he's clearly inebriated. And, uh, of course, there are reports of his wife calling 911, telling the police that he was about to harm himself, that he'd been drinking. Was it at his in-law's house? He was at his in-law's house, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. So, somehow, like, I guess her uncle was involved. I, I think her uncle was at the in-laws house. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was a name I remember reading about being involved in this. Um, 
But yeah, I haven't heard. I don't know if they've released a 911 calls, but everything I've told you is what I've read. Um, I, I'm just going to I'm going to stop there and ask what what do y'all think about this, given the optics that we know? Or, or, or did I miss anything? Um, I don't think you miss anything. I, I, you know, these types of stories come out and I'm I'm just I'm very slow to have an opinion on it. OK, because you just don't know. You just don't know until more is revealed about what happened. Right. Um, so I, to me, it, it from an optic standpoint and an image standpoint, because he's currently a free agent. So that doesn't do much for you in that regard. So it's to me, I felt like either way, either way you slice it, it's an unfortunate situation. And I was just waiting for the, so for more facts to come out before I made any type of determination of what we're dealing with. Okay. So they didn't talk about, there was nothing that came out about why he was there. So good, good question. Richard Sherman actually released a statement earlier today and I felt like he tried, I mean, he, he did a great job of just owning it and apologizing for it, which I got to give him a lot of credit for. But in that messaging, I remember him talking about some of the stuff you said. I mean, he is going through a lot right now, right? He, what did we talk about earlier? Yeah, yeah, the mental health. That, yeah, that. Hey, yes, yes. Yeah. Exhibit A, right? Right. Um, he's going through a lot, and uh, we we've seen it. I, I'm not a professional athlete, but we've seen it uh, with professional athletes, especially in a similar juncture in their career, exactly. to where you know maybe maybe they feel like maybe media or you know uh, I guess fans are pushing them out the door. And they've got to really grip with that reality of like, I there's a chance I will not be playing the sport that I love so much. I'm sure that has to take an emotional toll on this guy. Exactly. Am I justifying what he did? Absolutely not. But um, when we're when we're to your your point, when we're assessing the roots of this, they they're all deepened in the whole soil that is mental health. So um, it is unfortunate for sure. And I'm, I'm glad you asked that because that was the second part I was gonna I was gonna share on that. Um, I'm, I, I like your standpoint, Walker. We'll see what happens with this. Uh, there was a tussle with police too, which I didn't, I didn't like reading that part, but Hey, he's alive. He's not in jail right now. He was able to own it verbally. Yeah. I like your standpoint as well. A lot of people start passing judgment before they know all the details. True. Yeah. I, I've been guilty of that before. I'm not going to act like I, I know. We all are. To yeah, agree, yeah, so, sure, yeah. Sure. so it, it, again, it's, it's, it's stand up dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I always I, has I, been again, when you're in a spotlight like that, you is, is difficult. It's difficult to have a bad day and get grace. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to take a step back and be like, you know, whatever's going on there, man, I just hope for the best. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. All we can do. Yep. That you took you well no you didn't. You didn't take my only one. Um I think we're done with this particular Yeah, yeah. Stephen A. Smith. Got in a little trouble this week for a comment he made. Discuss or trash. Discuss because I didn't hear about this. I always make comments. <laughs> <laughs> this must have been the comment of comments. <laughs> well, let me look it up okay. then for you guys. But yes, he made a comment regarding I think it was an Asian baseball player. Oh, uh Otani? I guess. Yeah. And he basically said that he needed an interpreter um in order to be more marketable um in America. He has one. He does? Otani does, yeah. Make sure he's talking about. Okay. 
because they, I, this is this is so bad. My 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 whole thing yeah, with baseball. Yeah, that's what he said. So he has. So he recently has apologized for ins- for quote unquote insensitive and regrettable comments he made about Japanese superstar baseball player. Pronounce it, please. His last name is Otani. I'm not okay. taking stabs at the first name. Okay. I mean, Shohai Otani. That's about what that looks like, too. Okay. The apology came hours after uh, Smith pointed out that Otani uses a tr- uses a translator so you can understand <laughs> what the H he's saying. So uh, he caught a lot of flack for that. And you already know it's been a lot of interesting stuff going on in the worldwide leader. A lot of uh, attention brought to them. We discussed it last week with whole Rachel Nichols. You did a great job released. with that too, Walker. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, so what are our thoughts here? He made an apology. I think this is something that that's blowing over. Yeah. No one will care in another two minutes. Had I that. known that's what he said, I would have said trash. Yeah. There's nothing to see here. Otani has an interpreter. <laughs> He's the biggest thing in baseball right now, so I'm, I'm I don't he, understand. But, but he felt he, but his arguments for that is saying that that person that is probably what's holding him back from being a household name. The fact that he has an interpreter, he I, needs an interpreter. But you I'm says he has better. Did he, you think he made a better interpreter? Maybe. Uh, but again, this goes back to what I'm talking about. When you yeah. make statements that aren't factual. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm with you, you Walker. You, you get you land yourself in trouble because now it's like okay, now you look stupid because according to you he hasn't he has an interpreter. Yeah, and and not only that, Walker. Like even with the interpreter that he's had, whoa. Okay, okay. Wait, interpreter or translator? Translator. Okay. All right. All right. But even with yeah, he did say translator. He said translator. Okay, interpreter, translator, whichever one he's using. Otani is still like the thing. He's the deal. Major League Baseball right now, arguably top two, top three, because this guy like hit, he's like leading the American League in home runs, and he's like a knockdown pitcher. How do you know all this? I was I was going into that. I'm embarrassed, like where I am with baseball. Like, I'll I'll put my I'll put like eight toes in, mm-hmm. and then I'll just the, the other two go to tennis. <laughs> <laughs> Since we want to joke on, okay, I've had ahead. a long-standing semi-obsession with baseball. Like I told you this before, like the Braves. I used to collect baseball cards and still have baseball cards. So like I can't just turn my back on baseball, even though I'm not as involved as I used to be. Mm-hmm. But you know, the All-Star Game was early this week or whatever. I watched a good bit of that. I watched the Home Did Run you know Derby. The All-Star Game was early this week. I'm not a big baseball fan. Have you ever been? Yeah. Okay. I've been to a baseball game. I mean, it's better than watching it on TV. Right. I even went to a Bears game this week. Why'd you go? It was working there. Okay. I think, <laughs> just my opinion, I think a lot of people go to the Bears games just to go. <laughs> and to drink. <laughs> Listen, but it, like, like to your point, it's better to go than watch. Yes. Because it's an experience. It's an experience. I'm going. If I get an opportunity to go, I'm going. I'm not watching the Barons on TV. They're on TV? That's irrelevant. (laughs) I'm telling you what (laughs) I'm not doing. (laughs) They got to be on somebody's channel. Right? Special ESPN. Probably. (laughs) Mm -mm. They stream it somewhere. Somebody is on the couch watching the Barons. Mm -mm. It's probably cheaper if you go to the game. It's probably on Jefferson Pilot. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. Uh, what else you got, bro? Walker. Two of your favorite guys. They're bickering right now. Did you hear about this? Two of my favorite guys. Two of your favorite guys. Who is this? Dame Dash. Sean Carter. Going to court. Discuss the trash. Trash. What? You, what, what, what? No. No. Stop recanting. So State Property 3 about to come out? No. Okay. Stop recanting. <laughs> property 3. Walker. I don't want to say Property 3 at this Walker, point. Walker, if you don't want to talk cool. about it. I am cool on State Property. <laughs> if you don't want to talk about it, let's not. Don't bring me back in. What, what's the, what, where are we no, going this, with that? Nowhere. We going We're going to your next topic. Out. out. The clip oh, is empty. Okay. <laughs> I got one more. Let's see what I got. Yeah. I told you about this beforehand. Ooh, they announced the locks and diplomats versus discuss the trash. Discuss it. Yes. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm, we know what versus is. We're well established. We talk about these every now and then. Even even some verses that never exist. But uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're telling me that Tony Braxton and Mary J. Blige is not on? No, Walker, they're not on. Wow. Like what? 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 What happened? What did did they cancel it? Can't cancel something that doesn't exist. <gasps> Continue with. I eat my crow when it's served appropriately. All right, so we're not going to drag this out. Okay, <laughs> there's no need to talk about this. We know what versus is. I need to ask each of you who you got here. Mm, I like the locks, but I, I, I think the diplomats may. Have them. I think the diplomats may have them. I was more of a locks person, but. But the diplomats was like had a cult following, so I'm with them. I think the I think the diplomats got it. Y'all really think so? People, yeah. I, so, so, so wait, 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 wait. If if we were those type of guys that would put money on something like this, you're putting your money on the locks. I mean, excuse me, you're putting your money on diplomats. Yeah, y'all are going dipset over locks. Okay. I already told you my like my personal is locks, but this is a versus battle. So it's gonna be about more flash and more it, it's just gonna more be more social accept acceptance. Exactly. Yes. Part of that, but if you've watched enough of these versus battles, I have seen song like I've seen two artists go go back and forth, right? And an artist will play a song that I just know is gonna win the round. And then the artists, other artists come back with a song. I was like, ooh, that's an L, right? Yeah. And I just feel like too much of that is going to happen in favor of Dipset. I mean, Dipset got bangers. I'll give them that. But, man, you're right, Walker. You're right. You're right. It's bangers. If we were doing if we were doing bars evaluation, the locks would. What are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. That, that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything with versus. That means nothing in a versus battle. Versus is how Come shiny on, is your Boy suit. Soldier Boy and Bow Wow, did y'all watch that? I didn't. Okay. I, I couldn't. It was it was sad to me. What? Really? Sad wow. Soldier Boy. What? Soldier Boy got hits? He does, but Bow Wow is a better rapper. Of course. Yeah. Of course. But Soldier Boy had hits. So who you think won? I didn't watch. I think I don't know. I only watched like bits and pieces of it. I would say Bow Wow probably won. Okay. 
What I can see that. With, I can see that. With these verses, they don't declare a winner, do they? It's like up to us up to, to determine. Us, yeah. Okay. It's almost like it's like battle rap to a degree. Gotcha. gotcha. You know what I mean? You 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 have sometimes you will have a consensus amongst fans, but you'll still have some people say, No, I like da 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 da. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Okay. So, yeah. Cool. So you 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 going with locks. I'm going with locks, man. I'm just and this this comes from a guy who's consumed a lot of dipset, who's a big fan of heat makers, right? But I just man, when I think of the locks catalog, dude, come on, man. Rickets? No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. What 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 are, what are some ones that are definitely? Don't ask me that. Cause that's the tricky part, right? What are some like absolute bangers? That? And then, the, I'm, they, I'm, I'm going, are, I'm going are, back to my rap city the, days and watching that. The locks it just was group. Is it just group, or the, are they going to branch off and let some of the guys play some of their songs? You know they're going to branch off. You know they're going to branch off. That's where Dipset starts pulling away. I think. Really? Because they're going to let Cam do his thing. They're going to let Juels do his thing, and then Freaky Zeke. All you got to do is say Cam, Jim Jones. <laughs> Oh, I forgot, Jim. Yeah, album of the year, a couple years. Yeah, okay. What are we? What's happening? I don't know. What's happening? I'm, I'm coming back into realization. <laughs> don't let Cam come out in pink. It's over. It's over if Cam comes out there in pink. You're right. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> pink bandana. But I'm. I guess I'm with you. My heart wants the locks to win because because lo- like apples for apples, the locks are a way better groove. Yes, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. You had bad boy locks, then you had rough rider locks. Yeah, you had hits see, on both I, See, emotionally, I hadn't even gone to Rough Riders Locks yet. I was still thinking Bad Boy Locks. Yeah. Sheesh. I'm with, I'm with you. No, it's going to be a great battle. I just, ugh, I think individually, those guys were big. They were big together. Right. Okay. All right, Walker. Styles P hit. Great, great projects, but we really going to do this? I just feel like they're going to pull away. I really do. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Because I, I didn't expect, rest in peace, DMX, I didn't expect him to be that close to Snoop. You've taken all the joy out of this for me. Thank you. What do you mean? By bringing you back down to earth? I really thought. Thought we were going to agree with you? I really, yes. I thought he was going to say locks and it ain't even close. I really expected that out of your lips, sir. No. The, these versus battles are so hard to gauge, too, yeah. man. Because yeah. you just don't know when they're going to play, what they want to play. Mm-hmm. You just never know. And some song that I've seen, I've seen some battles, like, versus battles. I'm like, why did they play that? They could have won that round, right? So you just never know. Yeah. You just yeah. never know. Well, this one's going to be at MSG. It's going to be more of a concert-type vibe. So it should be great for the people. When's it going to happen? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can get it for you right Which topic is this? I don't know. <laughs> Let's see here. Like August. August. What? Can you say it again? I said it feels like you got all the topics for today. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure we all heard that. Uh, it is on Tuesday, August 3rd. I said that, though. <laughs> you did have the disclaimer. <laughs> I, I said that. But why can't I be extra for no reason? Why can you be extra? Did you just say the same thing? So it's in August? Yeah, August 3rd. All right. I won't be there if anybody's wondering. New York is going to be going crazy, though. Oh, man. That's... Oh, yeah. All right. Are we, are, we, are, we, are we out of this segment? Or because, uh, yeah. 
because uh, Dwayne's got a Dwayne's G'd up and suited up. He's got somewhere he's, to go. He's actually cool, so let's get him out of here. Yeah. He's ready right. to get out the suit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that too. Uh, who's your shout out, bro? Man, I've got Corica or Corica White. I'm going to go with Corica. Okay. Did you hear about her? No. All right. She was recently promoted to refinery manager at Domino Sugars Baltimore Refinery. Okay. It doesn't seem like much from the surface. I get it. But she's the first. Let me let me let me rewind back. This role within the Domino, I guess, food distribution chain or food distribution supply chain is one of the more prominent roles. It has been this company's been around for 99 years, and this is the first time a black person, let alone a black woman, has risen this high within the ranks. So y'all know y'all know about Domino sugar, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't be yeah. eating because we talked about health earlier. But still, big moderation. <laughs> moderation. Moderation. Big company. Uh, what it, was he called? A household name. Uh, so, yeah, to, uh, what I like about Corica and her story is she came into this with very humble beginnings, right? Um, doing a lot of menial work for Domino, stuck with it, educated herself along the way, and just attached herself to the process. And now look at her, man. This is the type of stuff we talk about. This is the epitome of the shout out. This is why we do it. Corica White. Dope stuff. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I forget I'm on the board. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my shout out goes to Allison Felix. Yeah, Allison this Felix is, good, is Walker. a track and field sprinter who's won various championships and various medals in the 200 meter, 400 meter, and relay. Uh, she has recently teamed up with the apparel brand Athleta, Athleta and Women's Sports Foundation to provide child care uh grants for women athletes competing at the Tokyo Olympics. Now how this works is she'll be $10,000 grants will be distributed through a $200,000 fund. The grant will cover all of the costs associated with bringing children to the competition including food, travel, meals, caregiver expenses and medical costs. Uh this is will be given to women who are either under the age, I think, of either 21 or 18 who has two kids or more. And I think there was another criteria for this as well. So I definitely wanted to shout her out for not only just being excellence um, on, on the on the on track and field, but just willing to just give back and support women. And she's been big on motherhood. She's become a mother in, the, in recent years. So understanding what those women go through and giving back to them and being very supportive is a dope thing and we wanted to shout her out today for that and for paying it forward shout out to you allison felix <laughs> who played themselves you know i'm waiting on my cue walker uh walker you've been to mariana florida before no okay it's near tallahassee okay all right you ever go there, um, ask for a guy named Zachary Wester. Okay. 
Is he in, is he out on the streets still? No, he's not. He's okay. not. I, we for for effect, we're gonna call him Young West. All right, Zach. Okay. <laughs> Former sheriff's deputy in uh, I guess we'll say in Mariana, Florida. Oh man. Okay, we just lost the camera. Former, <laughs> I just lost my train of thought. Excuse me. Former. Sheriff's deputy from Mariana, Florida, in Mariana, Florida. Yeah, ADD is kicking in. It's, it's crazy right now. So uh, check this out, Walker. Zach has the great idea that he will confiscate drugs that have been bought in from other, like, drug busts or something like that within the force. He'll take these, package them up, hide them in his squad car, and plant them on people that he arrests. When he asked, you know, can I search your car? So, um, <laughs> so Zach says, this would be a great way to do some foolery, right? So um, he started doing this in 2016, Walker. That was a long time ago. Uh, so, he, you know, he's pulling folks over for everything. Busted taillight, uh, carbon monoxide, who knows, right? He's planting these drugs in the car, taking folks in. These folks are doing time. These folks are getting charges, right? Okay. So... <laughs> so um anyway he goes he goes on a he goes on a whatever they call it but he's with a he's with a new training deputy if you will like <laughs> they're out so he pulls the car over for whatever reason he goes to get the get the drugs that he plants and the young cop kind of witnesses everything he plants them, arrests them, tell them, hey, you got meth in the car or whatever. So the young cop goes to Internal Affairs and says, hey, hey, young West is doing some foul stuff, right? So that led to an uh, Internal Affairs investigation. Let me tell you what they found, Walker. Not only was Zach doing this, right? Like, he had the witness from the young cop, but um, they were able to search his squad car, they peel, they, you know, they tore it apart or whatever, found all the drugs he was hiding in there to plant on other people. But here's the big kicker, Walker, that make, makes him the real player of the week. They went and looked at body cam footage, <laughs> and they could see exactly the car where he hit it. They could see where he's grabbing it, and they could see exactly how he was playing them. <laughs> the sad part about this, Walker, is that this started happening in 2016. And the internal affairs investigation concluded in 2018, but he just got sentenced earlier this week. So, I mean, this, this is sad how long this took, but um, what's crazy is this, uh, whatever police department this is, it's not stated in this article, but um, the prosecutors had to drop charges in nearly 120 cases of people pulled over between 2016 and 2018 that Zach falsely planted drugs in their vehicles. So, Walker, um, the ultimate measure of playing yourself is what happens to you when you get caught doing foolery like this. Well, young West, you will be in jail for the next 12 years. Uh, you have a laundry list of charges that I'm not going to read here because it'll be another uh, 20 minutes. But check this out, Walker. <laughs> this is the part I know you were going to relish over. <laughs> While Zach Wester has not released a statement, his dear wife has. <laughs> Yes, the reactions is why I come here. <laughs> and I quote, <laughs> this is Rebecca Wester. I'm begging Judge Goodman for leniency for my husband, Zach Wester. 
He is a good church-going man who volunteers in his community. The Zach Wester that you have arrested and taken away from me <laughs> is not the Zach Wester that I know and love. She's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she's not completely wrong there. <laughs> Listen, she's not wrong. Well, yeah, you, yeah, and hey, hey, he probably is a church going man. He probably is a church going man. Nothing wrong with that. The man that they arrested is not the man she knows. Right. Exactly. Clearly. Yeah. Fact. That's the problem, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> she, I haven't, she, she's, she cooking. <laughs> no lies told. No lies told yet. Show me the lie. <laughs> Read it again. Read the letter again. Hold on. Read the letter again. <laughs> I am begging Judge Goodman for leniency for my husband, who is a good man, church-going man. A good man is a little questionable, but go ahead. Who volunteers in his community. He probably does. Well, he definitely volunteers to set up people <laughs> in the community. Uh, so she she petitioned more than fifty people uh, to sign to send letters <laughs> in a judge in support of Wester. More than fifty people. More than fifty. That's what she it says. got. Fifty. She got fifty one. Probably. Well, I mean, more than fifty. You know, Family it's got to be probably. Yeah. If if, they, if the article states more than fifty, it's either like fifty one or fifty three. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be closer to fifty than it is sixty, right? So anyway, uh, Zach Wester, we got a sound effect for you. You idiots! Yes. All right. Young West. Got some thoughts here? Any, anything? Just... No, I enjoy myself. Okay. Okay. All right. We're, well, not, done we're not done yet. Easy, oh, Bailey. Oh, oh, I thought y'all No, I thought you I've got a player of the about... week, then he oh, has a player man. of the week. I thought you had thoughts about this guy. Oh, no, that was BS. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um. All right. So, speaking of BS, my player of the week goes out to a Justin Pope. Justin Pope is 29 years old, out of the Louisiana area. And, you know, he had been dating someone for a while. And, you know, just just like most people, when you've been dating a while, the question becomes, you know, where is this going, right? Mm-hmm. Where is this going? So Justin is, is you know, of course, wanting to get married, obviously. But funds isn't quite right. So... What he he comes up with this plan, right? Comes up with this plan. He he decides that he is going to take his girl then girlfriend ring. She has a ring, right? He takes the ring without her knowledge to the local pawn shop to pawn it. This ring was valued at $4,500 by which his plan was to take the ring and use it as a down pay, payment on the engagement ring. Problem so far? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's cooking. Okay. Well, she reported it stolen. He goes back and tries to retrieve the ring only to discover that the ring because it is what a pawn shop yeah uh it'd been melted for scrap already four thousand and five hundred dollars gone i was not expecting that 
He later confesses to the cops. This actually took course over a course span of two years. Of course, him and the girlfriend no longer together. But he he admits to actually taking her ring and pawning it to try to buy an engagement ring. He then gets arrested and is out on bail $500. No charges filed just yet, but if you want to not get married, (laughs) yeah, steal from your significant other. I was not expecting that. Because that's how you build trust. Got to do. No, no. Congratulations, you played yourself. That was awful. <laughs> Lost his girl, didn't get a wife, and he got arrested. And he went went to jail. Welcome to Player of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness, man! Thanks again for coming to hang out with us, Dwayne. Yeah, thank you, oh, Bailey. Oh man, I enjoyed myself. Good deal. Good deal. Good deal. Get you got anything else, bro? I have nothing else. I was nothing. scrolling through to make sure I got everything. Yeah, eight minutes. Let's get you out of here, bro. Guys, thanks again for tuning in to the latest and greatest episode of the Tipping Point Podcast. Do us a quick favor. On whatever streaming platform you are using to listen to us on, do us a favor and follow us there. All right. So when we release new content, new episodes, you are notified immediately. And guess what? We're also on social media. You can find us at the tipping point, one word on Instagram and the Twitter. You can also go out to YouTube where we are there as well. And we are releasing videos. Now, please be sure to like our videos and subscribe to our channel there as well. That would help us out a ton. And I believe that's it. Unless we got anything else, guys. Right. Is it, is it, is it time for us to, do the tipping point benediction? Absolutely. Doors of the tipping point pot are open? All right. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. Go in peace. Be safe out there in those streets. Ladies and gentlemen, take care of yourself. And as always, I'm Caesar Walker. That guy over there is Ronnie Gatry, and we are the Tipping Point Podcast. Thanks again for listening, guys. Thank you.